right, your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Monday, December the 28th of 2020. This is one of those weeks where it's like the in-between week where nobody really knows what to do. Yeah. So we're going to come to work for a few days this week, take a couple days off. We don't know what we're doing either. Yeah. But we're glad you guys are up this morning with us. Today is National Chocolate Candy Day. Mm-hmm. So, favorite That's chocolate good. candy? Uh, I don't know. Butterfinger. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Uh, Heath. Snickers. All right, go with that. But they're also talking about how a lot of people get those boxes of chocolates for the holidays. You know, kind of like Valentine's, but you get those for Christmas. And they're saying to finish those off today. So, <laughs> that sounds like fun. It is also Pledge of Allegiance Day. We'll celebrate that today, and that should be fun on Monday. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I think so. No, we're not going to do it yet, though. It's too early. <laughs> National Short Film Day, National Card Playing Day, and it's also Holy Innocence Day, <laughs> which Kelly hasn't celebrated since 2007. <laughs> what? It's just what I heard. You're such an idiot. That's where we're starting this morning, huh? 100%. All right, here we go. Glad you guys are getting up and getting started with us this morning. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1996, and Leanne Rimes had the number one song in country music on this day. This was your number one song in country music. One way ticket, 96.
you right there with that song. Come on, Leanne Rhymes. We used to be friends on Twitter. We'd message back and forth. And she broke up with me on Twitter. Aww. I don't know what I did. Still waiting to figure it out. Stalker. Oh. not that good? Leanne Rhymes, one-way ticket number one on this day in 1996. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Don't forget we have a podcast for the show. It's simple. Anywhere you get your podcast, all you have to search is Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on the movie Wonder Woman 1984. So the superhero movie starring Gal Gadot debuted in theaters Christmas Day, bringing in about $16.7 million in the box office, which is so far the highest grossing theatrical release since the pandemic started. And Warner Brothers is considering this a win and a success. And they have announced they are moving ahead with a third film with Gal Gadot and the same director, Patty Jenkins. So Wonder Woman will have a trilogy. But get this. This movie was supposed to come out, I think, April and May of this year. Wonder Woman 1984. It cost about $200 million to make. Okay. It's been projected, it was projected to make close to $1 billion in the box office before the pandemic. Right. Now it's on track to make about $180 million. So it's going to actually not even cover the cost of the movie. Uh, right. Wow. So that's it, crazy. It's, it's a big hit, but they are going to make it into a trilogy. The movie was also released on HBO Max. It's really cute. If yeah, you let have, me ask you. Tell me about it. Was it good? It's cute. If you have little no, was girls. was it good? Because I, I read some reviews where it was like, some people were like, eh. I mean, don't purchase HBO Max just for this movie. Really? Yeah. But, uh, and if, if you're a superhero fan or if you wanted to get into all the superhero stuff, this isn't the first one I would tell you to go watch. Hmm. Um, I am a fan of Gal Gadot. Uh, but this wasn't... It's, it was very comic bush, book, bookish, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. It followed the comic books a lot. Right. Um, and so you have to be a comic book fan to kind of get some of that stuff. But like for little girls, there's a lot of good girl power. Yeah. Um, of course, she's striking and beautiful in it. Um, and Kristen Wiig is really good in it, too. Um, but anyway, Wonder Woman 1984, it's out now. There you go. Hey, Demi Lovato shared a post over the weekend. You know, she's really become this woman who is standing up for women and body image and body positivity and all that. She posted photos on Instagram where she's showing off her cellulite on her hips and her thighs. And she has the cellulite covered in glitter. So it's kind of inside the the groove right there. Mm -hmm. And she's basically saying that, you know, it took her a long time to be able to come to grip to come to grips with the reality that she's going to have that on her body and to be okay with it. Mm -hmm. So over the summer, she decided to take these photos to celebrate her stretch marks Instead of being ashamed of them. I think that's a great message for young girls. And again, it's up there on social media right now. Demi Lovato on Instagram if you want to check it out. Got you gossip on Brian Austin Green. So it looks like he's finally moved on from Megan Fox. Photos and video emerged over the weekend with a new woman in his life. And it's Dancing with the Stars pro, Sharna Burgess. They were caught on video at the LAX airport being really friendly, flirty, dancing, not caring, kind of putting on a show for the cameras that were around. Now, he's been talked about before for dating girls that are way younger than him, like 25, 27 years younger. Uh, This girl is only 12 years younger. So maybe they've got a they've got a fair shot. So Brian Austin Green looks like he is in a relationship with Dancing with the Stars pro Sharna Burgess. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got gotcha you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You know, Nashville feels like it's pretty close to us. 
It's the home of country music. We have family in Nashville, and it doesn't take that long to hop in a car and drive to Nashville. So the weekend story from downtown Nashville, I was consumed by it. Yes. So Christmas morning, there is an RV that goes downtown. I'm sure you've seen stuff on it. And all of a sudden, there's a message that's coming out of this RV that's saying, hey, get away. This thing is going to self-destruct. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Police officers, Nashville police officers, went building to building, apartment to apartment, and told people, hey, get out. We don't know what this is, but you got to go. And it saved lives. The RV explodes on Christmas morning. And we're starting to figure out more about this. Uh, They have uh, said that basically the person who was behind this ended up uh, perishing in the accident. Uh, Well, not accident. It was obviously a mission. 63-year-old Anthony Quinn Warner, known as Tony Warner from Antioch, Tennessee, was right there. And he was the guy who had this plan to go downtown with the vision from what they believed to go up and try to blow up the AT&T building. So as we learn more about this individual, he was basically an electronics guy who was a contractor for people in the Nashville area. So a real estate guy who, who does a lot of different work on homes said, hey, this guy, I believe, is a guy who installs stuff for us. They found the RV. They saw it on Google View, Google Streets, behind his home. That's how they figured mm-hmm. it out. So imagine being the neighbor, and you see that in downtown Nashville, here's this RV. And you believe that RV was right near your house mm-hmm. a couple of days before. So again, they're saying that kind of the story is is that his father ended up uh, working for Bell South, which merged with AT&T many years ago. But he believes that uh, dementia might have been caused by some of the stuff that they were working on, including 5G technology. And he believed that 5G technology was spying on Americans. Yeah. Wow. There, I mean, it's basically, you know, there's some conspiracy theorists out there that believe that to be true. And evidently he went downtown and, and blew himself and those buildings up. Which, if you've been to downtown Nashville, it was right near the Hard Rock Cafe, which I have eaten at the mm-hmm. Hard Rock Cafe. I've been out there on the balcony yeah. of it. Wow. It's just a crazy story. Mm-hmm. They're also learning more about stuff that he's done in the recent past. They say he went to an ex-girlfriend and said he had cancer and signed over his car. He signed over a home to a 29-year-old woman in California who didn't know what he was doing it for. Oh, my goodness. And they're still trying to figure out the link as to why he chose her and what she might know or what she might not know. But anyway, we're learning more about this, and it's crazy the work that forensics mm-hmm. and those teams can mm-hmm. do when they get downtown. And this area that took up city blocks, they were able to figure all of this stuff out. And again, a tip from police, hey, this RV, I believe, is in our neighborhood. Is kind of what started the whole process. Anyway, our thoughts go out to our friends in Nashville, the business owners in Nashville who are going to take, they're saying it's going to be a minute for them to recover because of the damage. But it was a big story this weekend. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Y'all, Christmas was three days ago. Quit playing Christmas music. Oh, my goodness. No, so we play Christmas music like a month out, and I'll continue to play it. But I did I did want to say this. I want to be honest with you. I believe you failed Christmas. What are you talking about? And also, I believe that I might have failed Christmas as well. Because, Kelly, I was looking... You know, it's we're in 2020, right? Yeah. It's a social media age. Uh-huh. And if you go on social media on Christmas, yeah. you're guaranteed to see Christmas photos, Christmas posts from everybody. Right, right. And I was like, I must have missed the one from Kelly. Well, so I went back and I went to your profile and I thought, hmm, 
no Christmas post. And then I thought, well, if it's not going to be there, let me go and check Joey. Surely Joey did that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I realized, no, no, he posted about comics and martial arts and and nothing from the family. So then I went to your kids. I went to look at Kurt and Bruce and Ella, and Uh guess what? Nobody posted Christmas photos. I believe you, Kelly Brooke Perry, failed Christmas. Okay, well, I will say, contrary to uh, your belief, we did celebrate Christmas. But Brandon, I would like to say we were just on a Facebook Instagram hiatus. We just wanted to take a break from social media and not no. post. You know, I just didn't want to get on there. just wanted to spend time with my Kelly, family. Kelly, you know the green dot? The green dot on Instagram? Gotta go. Yeah, you were on there. Go. You were on there 22 hours out of the day. What are you talking about? You failed Christmas. Why did you not post a photo? Well, we posted photos on Christmas. You had a great photo. Yeah. I went, speaking of photos, what? I want to congratulate and basically bow down to all of the women and mothers who put all of their kids and families in matching photo pajamas, clothes, those amazing pictures that made me feel like a failure as a parent. Yeah, there were a lot of people who worked really hard on that. Y'all had, had a great, cute one. You can't say anything. No, we didn't have the matching PJs. It's cute. We didn't y'all, have the matching PJs. It looks we don't cute. match. It look, y'all match. I have on maroon. She has on gray. That and matches. Kai has on Christmas. Y'all look all cute. It's no, matching. No, it doesn't work like that. Because here's the deal. Leslie wanted to get pajamas. She wanted to have matching pajamas. Right? She said that was the vision, and she felt like we failed as well. And here's the issue when you have to buy pajamas for me. My body type is a little <laughs> bit different than the average body type. It always goes back to the body type. It's my body type. Mm-hmm. So... If you buy me a certain size in pajamas, they might look too tight and there'll be some jingle bells. <laughs> and you also run the risk oh. of too baggy and I'm not going to wear it. Oh, okay. So, well, anyway, our Christmas photo is up. Well. It's not a matching PJ I'll set. I'll get one up in 2021. Here's to that. <laughs> if you want to check out my Christmas post, it's up on Instagram. And on Facebook, Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you're on Twitter, it's Brandon on BBITM. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, time for birthdays for today, Monday, December the 28th of 2020. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. And we'll start with a big one today. Happy birthday goes out to the man himself, Butch Perry. Happy birthday. Of Jonesboro, that is Kelly's father-in-law, Joey's dad. He celebrates today. Happy birthday, big guy. And I want to come back because we have some music for him that Kelly has told me is his favorite. So we'll celebrate Butch Perry coming up. For sure. Also, happy birthday goes out to Doug Dawson, who celebrates today. We have Cord Boggs celebrating a birthday. Ashley Borden of Jonesboro. Lauren Sullivan has a birthday today. Suzette Rhodes of Jonesboro. She is the real person who runs Super Tense. True, true. She celebrates. Pam Glover from Wynn. Happy birthday. Lynn Plummer Childers of Newport. Kylie Wade of Jonesboro. We have Blakely from Swifton turning eight today. And Garrett Cup turns 16. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say 
Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. David Archuleta is 30 today. He was on American Idol. He was the runner-up on season seven of American Idol, beaten by David Cook. He was, like, really, really young, wasn't he? I think he was young when he yeah. was on the show. Always smiling mm-hmm. and really happy, mm-hmm. but kind of little, right? Yes. So, I don't have David Archuleta music, but I did like David Cook. Yes. When he won mm-hmm. Idol, I voted for him. So, David Cook, he won Idol. It's not his birthday today, though. It's David Archuleta who turns 30 today. Seth Myers is 47 from Late Night with Seth Myers. Gail King is 66 from CBS This Morning. Of course, that's Oprah's best friend. Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington is 66 from Training Day and Remember the Titans. What was that song? There was a song that was like something about a Denzel face. Salt and Peppa, wasn't it? Was it? Yes. Which one was it? Do it you was know? the um, What a Man. Oh. I think you, didn't you used to walk out to this song or something? I think I'm My entrance song. What a man. I remember it. I was walking out my long blonde mullet. Don't y'all think of me when you hear this song? Uh Uh-huh. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Yes, he is. Okay, I think it's coming up. Is this the part? Okay, hang on. I knew it. I said it. Salt and pepper. I picked it. Happy birthday to Denzel Washington, who is 66 today. And then celebrating today, John Legend is 42. I like me some John Legend. Because all of me loves all of you. Love your curves and all your edges. All your perfect imperfections. I like this one a lot, too. And though love sometimes hurts, I still put you first. And we'll make this thing work. But I think we should take it slow. We're just ordinary people. It's a good song. We don't know which way to so go. So John Legend was also in that song this year with Kane Brown, Last Time I Say Sorry. The first time I slept on the couch was our first New Year's Eve. I heard words come out my mouth that I still can't believe. Broken hearts and shattered champagne. We both don't want to feel so, that again. Anyway, happy birthday to John Legend, who is 42 today. You mentioned Butch Perry. Yeah. Your father-in-law. He is 70-something? Yeah. Getting so, on up there. So we picked out some songs that Kelly said perfectly <laughs> describe and relate yeah. to Butch Perry. Mm-hmm. And this is the one she told me first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know it. Oh, this is the wrong button. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a... Wrong button. I found you, Miss New Booty. Get it together. Yeah, bring, bring it back, back to... That is the wrong yeah, button. That is the wrong one. I don't know one. that's the one I would have This is picked. the one you said is him. Some people love oh. down on me, but I don't give a rip. Here's Butch. I said they put it in my own front yard with, with a baby, baby on my hip. Because I'm a redneck woman. Brandon said it, Butch. No, no, Kelly picked that song. Maybe this one's better. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. He likes Ronnie Millsap. Oh, yeah. Smile. 
Uh, Isn't he also like a fan of Alabama and a truck driver? Yes. I mean. Roll on highway, roll on along. Roll on daddy till you get back home. Roll on family, roll on crew. Hard work. Roll on mama like I asked you to do. And roll on A. Something today. Happy birthday. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we would love to be your friend on Instagram. If you're on Instagram, you can find me, Brandon Baxter, in the morning. And I'm Kelly Perry on the radio. And if you're on Facebook, it's really simple as well. It's Brandon Baxter in the morning. And I'm Kelly Brooke Perry. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Carrie Underwood gave us my gift for the holiday season, her Christmas album. And on Christmas, she told us that she was giving us another gift in 2021. She's so excited to be back in the studio and to have time to record. And she gives us details on her next album, which will be coming out in early 2021. Here is Carrie Underwood. I am here to give you guys a little gift right now and announce that I did that. I went ahead and made some more music. Um, I made an album called My Savior, uh, which is hopefully just a, a little companion to my gift. Um, and this album is full of uh, gospel hymns that I grew up singing. Um, and I feel like you guys have kind of been asking me for a while to make make an album like that because I've been lucky enough to do songs like that here and there along the way in my career. So, uh, yeah, that's what I did. 
uh, it will be coming to you guys uh, just in time for Easter. And um, again, it's just been such a blessing to make music like this, music that is near and dear to my heart. And I hope you guys enjoy listening to it as much as I loved making it. There you go. Carrie Underwood with her new album, My Savior, coming out right around Easter of 2021. And Dan of Dan and Shay posted a thank you video to their fans the day after Christmas. And it was thanking the fans for everything they, that they've done for them this year. And also thanking fans for making their two new Christmas songs a success this season. So Dan of Dan and Shay goes on to say that he knows how 2020 has gone. And with the extra time home and not on the road, he admits that that gave them some time to work on their Christmas music. He also declared it was going to be Christmas themed for the rest of the year because why not? Yeah. And I kind of agree with that. But he finished uh, by saying that next year it's going to be big and there's going to be exciting things to come in 2021 but one of my my favorite songs that they did is take me home for christmas if you hadn't heard it it sounds like this take me home for christmas show me around your town take me where you used to watch the snow come down all of your traditions i want to know more you'll check every box off of my list if you take me home for christmas Dan and Shay, take me home for Christmas. And Thomas Rhett talks about what he has learned from 2020. While 2020 has been a tough year for basically everybody, differing uh, levels of difficulty, Thomas Rhett says the one thing he's learned about 2020 is that you can slow down, that it's okay to slow down your life and to spend more time with family, spend more time at home. And he says he hopes to apply that as he moves forward in 2021. That's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show. This is is Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is December the 28th, and today in pop culture in 1958, Joe Diffie was born. Sadly, he passed away this past year. We'll play some Joe Diffie in just a few minutes, but Joe Diffie was born in 1958. Today in pop culture in 1971, Charlie Pride was number one on the country singles charts with this song. You've got to kiss an angel good morning and let her know you think about her when you're gone. Kiss an angel good morning and love her like the devil when you get back home. It's 1971. In 1985, today in pop culture, Lionel Richie was number one for the fourth week with this song right here. Say you, say me, say it for always. That's that's the way it should be. You like that one too? Today in pop culture in 2017, Chris Stapleton was number one on the country album chart with his album From a Room, Volume 2. That album featured this song. I got love, love to spare. That makes me That's 2017. But again, today in pop culture in 1958, the world welcomed Joe Diffie. To the world, to country music with so many big hits. Cause and effect, events, all of the chaos makes, makes perfect, perfect sense. sense. When you're spinning round, things come undone. Welcome to Earth, third rock from the sun. So you're kind of a fan of some right. Joe Diffie too, right? They got a love bigger than the Beatles, wild and free. 
keep on going. If the devil danced in empty pockets, he'd have a ball in mind. Joe Diffie, born in Today in 1958. Today is December the 28th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Good morning. It is Monday. It is December the 28th, and we are glad you guys are up and going with us this morning on Monday mornings, especially as we get set to kick off a new year. We need that motivation. Positive minds lead to positive lives. It's time for your morning motivation on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Eric Birch, Birch & Co. Real Estate. He is Mr. Motivation. He motivates us every single week. And we appreciate you taking the time, Eric, all of 2020 to come in and provide wisdom and thoughts and things that can open our eyes as as we want to get better and improve as people. Oh, absolutely. Guys, you know me. It's uh, Monday morning. one of my favorite. Uh, Monday, of course, is one of my favorite days of the week when so many people don't seem to feel the same way. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like I was telling Kelly, you know, like today, based on vacation days and what we're allowed to have, like we didn't have to work today. We have plenty of time. Like we could have taken off, you know, until mm-hmm. mid-January at this point. But because yeah. we enjoy our job and we enjoy getting to, you know, hopefully make people laugh and smile, we came in today. Yep. And we're going to work a little bit and go home. Yeah, we, and we that's, like I mean, and, and, and that's what I hope and pray, you know, as everybody that hears our voices this morning, you know, thinks about that. And let's that soak in because it, it's one of those things where if you only look forward to Saturday and Sunday, uh, if those are your days off, uh, or you can't wait, you know, for that vacation time because we do spend a lot of time at, at work. I mean, it just it is what it is. That's just the the, the way of life today. Uh, and not saying it's right, but that's that's the the decade we're in, uh, the chapter of our lives most of us are in. Yep. Uh, so it is what it is. So, but that's one of the reasons I sent you guys a diagram this morning. And, of course, you can post it up on the show, and I don't know what everybody's doing this morning. It's Monday morning, what, three days before the new year. Who thought we would ever get here? And we are here. Yeah. 
uh, so I need you to sort of visualize something. And I'm really no good at visualizing anything. So uh, there's a couple of different places you can go. If you're sitting at home or maybe you've already made it to the office or you've got your phone or tablet in front of you, and if you want to just Google Wheel of Life, it'll show you several different uh, diagrams. Uh, they're all basically the same. Some are going to have colors, some are not. Some are going to have numbers, some are not. Mm-hmm. But if you could just visualize it, for some reason you're driving down the road, you're just going to draw a circle, right? and it is just like a wheel. Um, and this wheel is going to have spokes. Okay. And off of, off of those spokes, at the end, outside the circle, you're going to write down these things. Uh, and it's basically really just what life is made of. And the first thing that, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, of course, is career, right? Mm-hmm. So what do, what do you do to put food on the table? What do you do that takes up, you know, a, a large majority, a large portion of your week? Um, the one right beside it. And, and the reason I'm bringing this up is three days to the new year. And, you know, we talk about goals. We talk about vision boards. We talk about. Uh, you know, and, and even setting goals and how to do that. And, you know, for so many careers out there, it's pretty easy. You know, hey, if you're in real estate, you sold 10 homes in 2021. What's your goal for 2022? Maybe it's to sell 15. You know, you, you want to see a 50% increase. So, so there you go. Maybe you're a financial advisor and you go, man, we had a great year. We actually returned our clients 7%. Overall, but I want to get to 8%, you know, so there's so many careers out there that, that you're in that it's easy to sort of set a goal and go after it. But right. there's a lot of careers, there's a lot of people that, you know, you, you it's really hard to sort of put a number on it. It's hard to put, um, quantify, you know, what it is, what's going on. You know, maybe you're, you're a manager or maybe you work at the newspaper. You know, and it's like, well, you're not going to write any more news. You're not going to put out any more newspapers than you've already put out. But maybe it's a, you know, different type of story or whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, you got to have some balance. Right. And and I say that. You may have heard me in the past say there is no such thing as balance. And that's sort of where this wheel comes into play because there are so many spokes in your life. So just as we go through this, uh, and I'll just I'll sort of break it down at the end of what we're going to do with it. So say you've got your career out there. Mm-hmm. You've got, of course, your finances. Normally that's something big in everybody's life. Yep. Spiritual aspect of it. You've got the physical aspect of it. Because if you're, you've got the best job in the world and the best kids in the world and the best spouse in the world, but you're not physically able to enjoy them, it doesn't do you any good. So mm-hmm. that, that definitely comes into play. Uh, what about intellectual, your family, and then the social side? So what you do now, you've got your circle, you've got all these titles uh, all around that circle on the spokes. And then you need to just go out there and say starting at one is in the very middle of the tire and then 10 is at the very end, the exterior uh, outside at the rim of the tire. You go around that circle of life and you go, okay, for career, as Brandon and Kelly, it sounds like you guys, you're excited about your career. You love what you do every single day. You've given up your vacation. So what? You're going to say, gosh, you know, I'm probably like at a nine in my career, right? Sure. I'm excited about it. Enjoy it. It meets my needs. Everything's good, right? Yeah, I think so. So, but then you, you might look down and you go, but on the 
family side, uh, which I know both of you are very involved in your family, and you are you're blessed and fortunate to be able to spend time with your family, enjoy the kids, uh, as you know, raising them and hanging out with them and everything. But some people would say, well, "Look, I, I'm a nine or ten. I'm I'm like doing uber successful uh, with my with my career right now, and everything's going good, and I'm climbing the ladder." But when I get home at night, normally not the best environment. Right. You know, and you go, well, you know, well, why is that? So you've got to look at that family and you go, okay, on the career side, I'm hitting on a nine or a 10, but on the family side, man, I'm probably more of a three or four. Mm-hmm. So we all know people like that, right? Yeah, right. So, and then you go around to the next one and say, what about on the financial side? You know, are you, are you where you want to be financial? Maybe career's good. Uh, maybe family's great. Uh, but there's just no money in the bank. And believe me, if your career's good and your family's great and there's no money in the bank, I'll tell you, that ain't a bad place to be. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's yeah. not all about the Benjamins, I promise you. You know, I know plenty of people that have uh, access to whatever they want, and it's just, you know, and they're still not the happiest people, not, right. the, right, not the greatest people to be around. So, uh, but again, on your financial goal, look at that and just go, Hey, I'd really like, I don't have to have a ton of money in the bank, but I would like to maybe be setting some money back for retirement or planning for the future or putting something like that into place. So, so look at that side. Then on the spiritual side, you know, where are you there? You know, do you have spiritual peace? Um, you know, is everything good in that area? Uh, you know, what, what, whatever your spiritual beliefs are. Are you where you want to be, you know, at this time? Physical, again, you know, are you making strides each and every single day? Are you doing, are you eating the right foods? Are you walking the block? Are you getting some activity? Because, again, if all these other things, you could have all the money in the world, you could have a great career, you could have a great family, but if you're if you're unhealthy and unable to leave the house or, you know, it just right. it holds you back each and every single day. Yep. Uh, intellectual, and then you've also got social. You know, what's your social time? Uh, what about friends? What about activities? What What do you have going on outside of the house, outside of your career, uh, that just really lights you up as well? So it's interesting. And say you went around this chart. And I'm just going to give some, you know, some generic numbers. You You put a, a seven on a career, and four on financial, and seven on spiritual, and two on physical, and eight on intellectual, and seven on family, and Two on social, and now you take those dots that are on that wheel, and you draw. You know, you go to each point, mm-hmm. and when you look at that wheel of life, and Kelly, you and Brandon can do this since I sent you the diagram, and you go, how smooth? If that's how your wheel is, and if those are the points that you're putting down, how smooth is your wheel of life? Right. Oof. You know, and so that I'm, I'm so it, pretty good. Not all the way. I, I do want to be better. Yeah. yeah, I do want to be better, though. Well, and that's it. And maybe you look at this thing and you go, man, I'm in the five to seven range or five to eight range. And it's just maybe I got to dial this one back a little bit and put a little more time on it. So this was just something, guys, that I wanted to share with you this morning. Just to say, if you've never seen the Wheel of Life, I think this thing's been around since the 1960s. Mm-hmm. It's been a very, you know, uh, as far as a just a, a good tool, a good, simple, basic tool to look at and go, what do I need to focus on moving forward? And that's why I wanted to put this out there is we've talked about goals and we've talked about visions and we've talked about opportunity, but it's how do I set those goals? And maybe I don't want to change the world. 
you know, I don't want to be the CEO. I don't want to be the leader. But I want to have a good, healthy, balanced life. Well, this is sort of a way to sort of put that together and see it in perspective. And, you know, maybe you put this, you, you do this, this exercise and you stick this wheel on the wall where you're seeing it on a regular basis. And you go, yeah, I, I really need to schedule a little more family time. I really need to schedule a little more spiritual time uh, of whatever it is to just sort of help you. As we move in from 2020 to 2021, um, you know, just give you an idea, direction uh, of where you want to go, what areas in your life you want to improve on. And maybe you're doing super in one area, but maybe you're putting so much time, energy, and effort into that area that another area is suffering. Yeah. So that's where you can look around and sort of say, hey, I'm going to pull back just a little here and put a little more effort there so I can have a smoother trip down the road, a smoother ride down the road at the end of the day is sort of how the analogy plays out. We'll post the wheel. I'll post it on my Instagram story here in a second so people can see it and visualize it and then kind of rate where they are and how they how they fit with that. And again, well, it that's open it, man. And I, I hope people going into 2021 use that wheel and sort of play with that and look at it and go, okay, really gives me some perspective. And I know a lot of people are off throughout the new year uh, or into the new year. So it really gives you a little bit of time to sort of reflect on that. And especially since, hey, we just spent some time with family, um, if your family traveled or if you traveled, uh, you know, and, and looking back at this year, I'm pretty sure from January 1, 2020 to December 28, 2020, some things have changed pretty dramatically in just about everybody's life. Yeah. So it's really a good time to sort of sit down and look at that and plan on sort of a reset of, okay, this is what we just went through. We got a good idea of where we're going moving forward, but I made these little shifts and these little changes, and this has affected me positively or it's affected me negatively, and I need to get back on the right page. Wheel of content going up on my Instagram story here in just a second. Brandon Baxter in the morning. That is Eric Birch, Birch & Co. Real Estate with your Monday morning motivation. Have a great week, man. Hey, you guys have an amazing new year, and I'll talk to you in 2021. There you go, man. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We're about to have a battle, and we're going to battle in front of y'all because that's what we do. Like, we're real, and um, so this idiot over here. You get so hurt, and all I said, all I said was, hey, can you say the name of this ice cream again? And you looked up at me like I had slapped your mother. And the reason I did that is because we have gone one hour and 20 minutes (laughs) since I talked about this ice cream story with this ice cream brand who said... Vanilla was the number one flavor of 2020. Uh-huh. So an hour and 20 minutes later, out of the blue, she says, can you say the name of the ice cream again? Because I have ADD and it just happened to come back into my mind. An hour and 20 minutes later. That's what so happens. You believe that I said an ice cream brand wrong. I believe you say it differently than what I have heard anyone else say. And I'm just going to make sure that I'm not saying it incorrectly. Okay. So the ice cream brand is HD. It's HAA. G. Oh, you need glasses. (laughs) I can't smell it. You're going to have to bring your readers. Okay, I can't even read it. But Mm -hmm. you know the one I'm talking about, right? They they sell it in the little pints. Like there's Ben and Jerry's and there's the... There's Hagen Blank. Hagen Blank. Okay. So... Who's going to go first? No, you're going to go first. Okay. Uh, Okay, so just tell us about what what they said. What the... the 
story is. So a new study has showed that the most popular ice cream uh, of 2020 from haagen is... <laughs> from where? haagen haagen <laughs> Is... Is vanilla Hagen Dodge? Okay, Hagen Dodge. Hagen Dodge. I've said it like that since I've ever since I've heard of it. Okay, where Idiot. who is the first person you've heard it from? Well, if it was my nana, I probably got it wrong. <laughs> I learned so much from her, like guacamole and stuff. Okay, well, Hagen Dodge. Hagen Dodge. Yes, it's French or German. Is it okay? I think it's German. It's probably that. Yeah, I get I get that. Confused Maybe sometimes. it's Hagen Dodge. Hagen Dazs. Hagen Dazs. All right. So tell me if you're going to go and you're going to go and say, hey, I need you to go get some. Hey, listen, go to the grocery store and get me some Hagen Dazs. And I say Hagen Dazs. Dazs. I sound much more German. We're, uh, in, we're in Arkansas. Listen, that doesn't change how you pronounce words. If you were going to go to the to the store and, and say that. Hagen Dodge. They would look at you really I want funny. some Hagen Dodge. They would be like, I'm sorry, sir. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. I found a commercial. Oh. It's with Bradley Cooper. This is a commercial for the ice cream. Surely they say it. Okay. And surely there's no cussing. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> Just showing Bradley eating I don't think it's about ice cream. What are you watching? I don't think they're going to say it. I don't know if I'm going to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Locked him out of the room. Hagen Dodge, see? No. That was you. Hagen Dodge. It's the longest commercial ever. They're not even going to say it. Son of a gun! <laughs> I wasted all of that time? How about this? Here's a tour. It's not going to happen. It's just... L'usine d'Agenda s'est installée à tilloy les mauflaines depuis 25 ans. Elle a démarré sa production en 1992 dans les Hauts-de-France. L'origine de cette implantation est double. La première, la qualité de l'herbe, qui est très riche ici dans la région et qui permet une production de lait de très grande qualité. La deuxième raison est le positionnement logistique stratégique des Hauts-de-France qui nous permet d'expédier nos produits dans plus de 90 pays. Nous sommes fiers de cette usine car Agendas est une filière d'excellence du Wait. You have any German in you? I'm half Japanese too. No, I'm a quarter Japanese. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We're still debating how to say that ice cream. I say Hagen Dodge. Why are you laughing now when you no, say it? Because I, it's you German. know it's silly. It sounds German. Does Hagen Dodge. Hmm. That's how I say it when I go to the store too. Would you like for me to get some Hagen Dodge? <laughs> and you say it. 
Haagen Dazs. All right, so I found the pronunciation mm-hmm. gimmick mm-hmm. over here on YouTube, mm. which is where, where I learned how to pronounce most of my words. <laughs> okay, let's go for it. <laughs> let's let's hear it. Do you want to? Uh-huh. Sure. I don't know what they're saying. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna start playing it right here. Okay. Sixty. Yes, despite the name, it is indeed an American brand. How do you go about pronouncing it? Hagen Das. Hagen-Dazs. I don't believe Hagen-Dazs. this guy. Isn't not, that weird? I do not trust that guy. That, really? You don't trust that guy, that computer guy? I don't trust him in the way he speaks. <laughs> or is it because it sounds more like what I said? Yeah, maybe that, too. Mm-hmm. Let's try this oh, one. Here we go. we're trying another one, Yes, guys. because sometimes, sometimes people are wrong. Uh-huh. They make mistakes. Uh-huh. Hagen-Dazs. Oh, it still says the, it's the same. Y'all, he is he is about to self-combust. How many years have right I said now, that wrong? 43. Hagen Dodge. I still like it better. I'm going to change it. Are you? Are we you should all embrace petition? it. A petition. A petition. Hagen Dodge. Doesn't that sound more German? Hagen Dodge. It does. Oh, gosh. You are, you're about to have a fry out, aren't I you? I have made a fool of myself for years on this show. <laughs> She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know Japan is suffering from a ninja shortage? The Japanese city of Aiga, which has a rich history of martial arts masters and claims to be the birthplace of the ninja, suffered from a ninja shortage in 2018, despite the fact that they're willing to pay salaries as high as $85,000 for the performative ninjas willing to take on the job of staffing their annual ninja festival really eighty five thousand dollars wow that's yeah. crazy did you know bubble wrap was a vi- was originally invented as wallpaper no, an engineer and swiss uh, and swiss inventor invented bubble wrap in 1957 while trying to create a textured wallpaper by sealing two shower curtains together to trap air bubbles really yeah okay i didn't, I didn't know that and did you know three u.s presidents barack obama bill clinton and jimmy carter have won grammys Really? I will say it's a little confusing. All of them are for the best spoken word album category. They all have written books and they all have done the audio, hence spoken word. Presidents winning Grammys. And if you didn't know, now you know. You know, sometimes on this show, we have to do things that are a tad bit uncomfortable. Sometimes we have to admit when we're wrong. And sometimes we have to ban people from listening. You are so sensitive today. At this point, I am putting a ban on Michelle Berry. You're just mad. She is banned. You're just mad because she said I was right. She is banned. Oh, come Kelly. on. Kelly Love you, Michelle. Not, no, 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 no. She, all she did was she sent me a message saying that I was right in pronouncing haagen That is not and right. And then she just sent me the correct pronunciation. Yeah, she doesn't know, though. And she is now banned from the show. I'm not and sure Michelle, how I'm do you're it. now my number one. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Or her number two. <laughs> what? So stupid. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was on TV over the weekend, over the holiday break. And I was all excited about it. And I told you after we shot it, I was like, 
the chairs might have caused me to have a posture issue. <laughs> so here I am yep. with Sierra Wagner, right? We're doing this uh, television special. And she's sitting up. And we talked about it, like how the chairs and we were going to have to really mm-hmm. you know, do this thing. But I wanted to look comfortable. So basically, I looked like I didn't have a spot. <laughs> That's too bent over. <laughs> I, don't think I, was See, I, don't, I don't think you looked like that at all. Well, she was sitting up perfect. Like she was a mannequin. At the the wax museum, she always looks perfect. And here I am over here, like I'm just, hey, what's happening? <laughs> Hope y'all are having a good Christmas. I did not think that you looked like that. Yeah. I did not look at you and think that you look like, hey, what's happening? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think that you look like that. So there was like, I'll tell you, there were parts of it I liked. Right, I thought what I said was pretty, was good. Right, like I was happy, and there was no script. No rehearsing. We just talked, right? No, you're really good at that stuff. If I would have had to do that, they would have had to do how many takes, you'd Brandon? Still be, you'd still be recording it. <laughs> We'd still take 7,000. <laughs> From September to today. <laughs> no, so like I was, I was happy with that. Uh, I thought, you know, work out with the arms a little bit. They look fine. Stuff like Can that. Can I ask you a question? What? It's kind of personal. Were my jeans too tight? No. No. Okay. Did you no. do push-ups right before y'all went on? No, I don't think so. Tell me the truth. I don't think so. I did that for photos here. Yep. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. I was just curious. You got to get your best look, Because Sierra right? has my number, so if I get a little text from her telling me that you did push-ups right before you went on, I'm telling everyone. I think I'd have been embarrassed okay. to do that. All right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so I was, I was like, okay, that's fine. The thing I hated, like sometimes lighting, when you don't have hair, it causes like some Effects. issues. You know, And I didn't wear like a ton of like television makeup because if I were to wear television makeup, I'd have to do my entire head. Otherwise, I would have a line. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yes. Like I'd have to do foundation no. <laughs> over my entire head right. and my ears. Right. I'd never get it that right. That causes challenges, yeah. So the thing I noticed, I don't know if I trimmed my, my little stubble a little too short or what happened, but I thought for a second, that is the worst, that is the worst excuse for a scruff <laughs> or a beard I've ever seen. What do you mean? Because it was almost like I was just dirty. <laughs> And I hated like, it. Like, is that a shadow, or did that did that guy forget to wash his face? Like, I don't have a because I have blonde. Like, I had blonde hair, right? So right. my beard is is pretty light in the spots. It's not Wait, gray. Do you have scruff now? Hang on. No, because I shaved it as soon as I saw. Oh, it. okay. And then I What's came out, and my wife was like, "Why did you shave?" Because she hates it when I shave. And like, what does Kai say? He says, "Dad, when you shave, you look like a baby bird." So I'm I'm at a I'm at a standstill. I'm at, mm-hmm. There's a dilemma. Do I need to shave and have no facial hair, or do I need to have facial hair that when I'm on TV it looks like it's it's just a dirty face? I think you should just look dirty face. You do? Yeah. So I look ugly today. No one said that. Well, basically, you're real quick to tell me to grow back some facial hair, you jerk. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you're following the COVID stuff that's going on right now, just a heads up, Dr. Fauci, who got the COVID vaccine, says so far he has suffered no side effects. Hmm. So one of the stories out this morning. Also, if you've been wondering about the stimulus checks, uh, the COVID relief package that so many of us are supposed to be getting Mm -hmm. in January of 2021. The news is out today that Donald Trump officially signed the papers last night. Oh, good. So it looks like that is going to be moving forward. Now, he still does believe that the payment should go from $600 per adult 
to $2,000 per adult. All right. Like there's a big difference in that. Yeah. Uh, some people say he's going to work to try to redline some issues and try to make that change. Some people say it's not possible. But it does look like many people will receive a stimulus package again in January of 2021. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You can go back and relive today's show on the podcast. It is the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast. Today, mm-hmm. learn how Kelly failed Christmas. <laughs> I would like to invite everyone to go back and count how many names you call me today. And then they can tweet at me how many names that you called me today. Who mispronounces words more often? That's a part of the show today as well. And what I learned by watching myself on television. All right. All on the podcast today, the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? New episodes of His Dark Materials, Below Deck, WWE Monday Night Raw is on tonight. Come on now. Three hours of wrestling. Wrestling. And then Monday Night Football, Buffalo Bills at New England. All right. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.